Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, is that Tina? Hi. Hi. Yeah. yeah. I think I successfully <laughs> unmuted. <laughs> so that, yeah. How's it going? Good. Yeah. yeah, just went for a nice walk and um, not working, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds, sounds yeah. like an all right way to spend time. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, yeah, I I started a new job this week where I go into an office and do actual work things. <laughs> I mean, like typical wow. work things. Um, yeah, it's with a chiropractor friend of mine. Uh, we've been working together doing social media stuff and trading, but she needed an office assistant. And so the way it lined up, it just kind of felt like it was meant to be. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing I just started this week um, and it's part time. But today is the first well, it feels like the first time in a while that I was able to just like wake up and like ease into my day like I like to do. So yeah, I'm having a <laughs> I'm pretty lovely day so far. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing because sometimes, you know, I don't have a specific time that I have to get to work, but then I can, I can not work pretty easily, but then I, I feel like, you know, and then there's that abundance issue sometimes that comes up, mm-hmm. even though everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I understand yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good practice. Those so kinds of <laughs> What's that? Yeah, it's just me and you so far. Genevieve had said that she might join. Um, and then I sent emails out to several others. But yeah, it may just be the two of us. Who knows? Um, yeah. And the, I don't know. What are your, are you interested in the, the idea of like, vulnerability in relationships that just struck me yesterday um so I threw it up as a um yeah it's interesting for sure I'm interested in that um right definitely um Uh, you know I just broke up with my boyfriend and one of the things that was important to me was like I was able to be quite vulnerable with him but um uh in a lot of ways and I think that's so important because how else do you ever have um a true you know I don't know meaningful relationship anybody right. or or the emotions that you want to have you know the deeper emotions mm-hmm. yeah so you were able to offer it and he wasn't able to return it or receive it or both yeah yeah mm-hmm. i say yeah i mean sometimes only it seems to me that the times that he was able to be vulnerable was more when he was had been drinking <laughs> which is not right, a, right. You know? And that may be true to some extent for all of us, but yeah, I know I've been in relationships with people like that where that was a necessary component in order for any of it to come out. It's an interesting thing, isn't it? That um, and Mm -hmm. and it's true for me too to some extent too. Um, But I think that you gotta um, be able to be open to the person 
Um, but you have to feel that you have to res. You have to. It has to resonate. You can't just force it or. Mhm. You know, initially at least you got to feel that you have that opportunity to be with somebody or to feel that way with that person. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. I and a lot of my past relationships had a similar experience to it sounds like what you had with you know, this last boyfriend, but where, where I was able to open up and, you know, put myself out there in different ways, but they felt very closed off, um, you know, and like, couldn't, not only couldn't like go to those same places themselves, but didn't know what to do with my vulnerability. Um, and probably because I didn't know what to do, you know, um, I was probably like, yeah, maybe dumping more than sharing um, in some of those places. And then the reason it's gotten so interesting to me lately is with this new person that's shown up, what I'm experiencing, it seems like, is he's a lot more able to be vulnerable than I am. And uh, and it's and so I'm just I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum now with it. And it's really interesting, like where I'm feeling challenged and it's exciting, um, but also. Yeah. Huh, just kind of yeah fears coming up <laughs> along the way yeah um, yeah it is it is yeah and it just keeps because i'm like forcing myself i see how there have been a couple other like over the past couple of years a couple other well men popped up or relationships pop up where i had an opportunity to explore this where i just like wasn't ready um i guess but or, or ran away at the first sight of somebody who might actually be able to like hold space for it, you know? Um, but so yeah. with this one, even though the fear is coming up and I'm freezing, I'm just like staying present in it. And he's, yeah, just very gentle. So it's been this really, yeah, fun exploration, but I can feel it happening yeah. where the attachment, you know, where like, where I'm, yeah, getting attached to, I don't know, the, well, him and how he thinks about me, um, mm-hmm. just like with anybody, yeah. but it's harder to process through it in the moment than it is with some other people. So it's just been this fun, yeah. like <laughs> noticing a, or, you know, plethora of awarenesses that are coming up. But yeah. Yeah. Have you, yeah. are you at a point, like, are you, oh, you can say what you have to say and then I had a question for you. Okay. Um, yeah, I remember um, being, I mean, and it's got to be, you know, I don't know, in, in terms of the vulnerability, sometimes people can be over vulnerable if they're not, if they're not ready for it, or if they're, mm-hmm. they're kind of insecure and being vulnerable from that perspective. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of issues or all kinds of uh, ways to look at vulnerability as well, you know? Right. Like I remember one, one guy, um, I uh, dated him one time and then he told me he loved me and broke down and cried. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Right. But in a pretty disempowering way for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. That's that's a really exciting. powerful point. What's that? I, how exciting to be able to do that. I think it's one of my wish lists to, you know, to be with somebody mm-hmm. and, and be able to do that. And mm-hmm. and you know exciting right it is it is 
it's really exciting. I especially like, I mean, from the relationship standpoint, but also since I wasn't necessarily, I don't, I didn't know what I wanted. I wasn't necessarily looking for anything. It's also just like, yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled with the whole experience from the like anthropological standpoint and also like understanding myself more standpoint. And then, yeah, yeah. getting to know him and see yeah, all the different aspects of him and the feeling of like giving love, you know, and then getting to, cause Joshua says like, we're not here to receive love. We're here to give love. And so yeah, I've been curious about how that works in these like romantic relationships, because in my past, I felt like I did the majority of the giving, you know? And so yeah. I wasn't, and I, but it never felt that good. And so now I can see that it was giving just like that vulnerability, that guy's vulnerability was coming from a different place. My giving was coming from a different place. And so it's seeming yeah. like what I'm, what I'm learning now is that the giving that I'm meant to do, like he likes doing things for me. He likes giving, like you picked me a flower, you know, just all these little things. And yeah. I don't know if he has issues receiving, but like he doesn't, he definitely doesn't need anything in return. That's not at all why he's doing it. He's doing it for the joy of giving mm -hmm. it or that's what it really mm -hmm. seems. That, that's what feels, what it feels like. But like when I try to give back in the way that he gives, I've noticed that he's not that into it. But like, and so mm -hmm. what I'm learning is like that I'm like, I just have to give me like that. That's what he wants. That's the best way for me to give is to like, open up and like yeah. give my like nurturing you know and that it's not what I thought before where I had to do all the things for them and like go along with whatever they say and so it's been yeah just really so interesting. when you gave him something were you uh were you feeling inspired or were you feeling like you just wanted to reciprocate or where did, where was it coming from um well the one specific example in my mind it was like, well, it was both, but it was, I think, I think it was more out of wanting to reciprocate, like, oh, he gave me this, I must give him that, you know, that mm -hmm. kind of yeah. trouble receiving where I can't get something without giving back, you know? Um, yeah. And, but there was part of me that just wanted, like, really wanted to, you know, <laughs> give the, it was more of like yeah. an act of service or whatever. Um, but so... I could see the mix in my vibration in the mix in his response, you know, like he was kind of into it, but also like, you don't have to do that. And he, yeah. So, and so he just like, his response was then to give more. <laughs> and so yeah. it's just, yeah. And it's just interesting for me to have, well, be in a situation where when I'm not like completely clear on what my intentions are, it's like he can tell the difference and so he holds space and kind of asks like are you sure about that when i feel like it's almost like he can sense when i'm doing something out of obligation um wow. and so like i'm self-contained and i want to you know it's i know that it's my job to yeah resolve all of this stuff within me but for the first time not for the, i keep saying for the first time but in my past i have been a match to relationships with partners who when there was some sort of faltering, it was like they slipped in and I know that it's not possible to be taken advantage of, but like, I don't know. But so to have somebody see yeah. that and like for me to shore myself up, it's just, it's an, yeah, it's a new experience for me and I'm liking it. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I oh. remember one time having, um, oh, just, you know, being with somebody and really uh, feeling connected from the outside kind of thing or from my internal and not even sharing that with that person at all because they they weren't in that place but still feeling so amazing because it was me who was giving love and it didn't you know and right. I felt like I was really connecting with that person's higher self right yeah right and that was so powerful hmm so did that yeah. in that situation in that relationship how did it like since they couldn't receive it it felt good to give it did it just kind of like dissipate on its own or how did that did you just continue loving and that kind yeah, of yeah like that it happened you know with the guy that i just left actually but mm. initially mm. you know when i was first um with him and we were kind of you know we were in a non-committed um you know every couple of weeks having some fun kind of situation right. you know and then and then i felt this this um energy um come from within or you know connecting with his higher source self and, mm -hmm. and but um and just felt like i love how i feel when i'm with him not that i and that i wasn't attached to him at that moment and that was wonderful no. and and then i decided that i you know because i hadn't been in a relationship for a long long time and uh and i wanted that but it didn't have to be him it was I just felt like I just loved that feeling so much that I was like, okay, I'm open to it being from him or somebody else. And then, uh, and then yeah. it ended up being him. But it, it wasn't, I was like, whatever, you know, because at that point he didn't want to commit. And I was like, that's okay, you know, because I'm, I'm okay. I'm just, but I am looking for something more in a connection. And so, but then it did uh, change into um, being more attached to him and having those kind of um, processes mm -hmm. that I needed obviously and at that moment you know in those moments of time so yeah hmm yeah I can understand that feeling that like where all of this love is inside and then just picking a direction to aim it <laughs> essentially can be yeah. how it is you know like yeah. especially when you're like we're in this state where we're doing what it's what you said you were doing like of seeing the aspects you know that we appreciate like connecting into somebody's like you like you said like higher self you know or that version of them that we know is there that we can do that anytime anywhere with anybody but it's it's just amazing how much better it feels to be in relationship when i'm able to do that so yeah i can <laughs> i like that uh oh the question yeah. that i was going to ask earlier is so I know that this is a recent thing. Like, are you still in a place where the dust is settling? Have you started like imagining or thinking about what you want next? Like after digesting what you've learned from this one? I think, I think even during the whole time I was imagining what I wanted, you know, and mm. so it's not a, new, it's not a new imagination. Um, and I have total faith that it's going to happen. You know, it's interesting yeah. how you get people and they're like, you know, it, I live in a small community and, and they'll make statements like, you know, I said that there was a couple of guys who were interested in me, but they were alcoholic and so I'm not interested. Oh, yeah. All, all the single guys are alcoholics. I'm like, no, that's not true. No. <laughs> like, you know, no, people make these generalizations because, you know, fear or whatever. And 
you know, I know that I'm going to connect with somebody amazingly, but I'm, you know, but probably at this moment I'm, you know, focusing on other things and I'm not in any rush to do it. But, but, um, you know, I think Joshua has, you know, being in that process has given me a lot of confidence in, in myself and, and, um, having faith in, in myself and in, in that knowing. And I've had it for so many years, this person in my life, this person who's going to come, um, is getting closer and closer and it's really exciting. You know, I'm eagerly mm-hmm. anticipating it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So one of the but, things that I've seen, Oh, did you have another thought? Well, it's, it's interesting because I am getting um, a lot of different men um, approaching me that are not what I want. So it's like, mm. okay, so what, you know, what's that about? I'm not sure exactly. You know? right. <laughs> it's, funny. it's funny that that's what you're saying. Cause the question, it was more about like your last relationship, but I was going to ask like, so out of that contrast, like what kind of clarity came, like what kinds of things, you know, so like in our relationships or in people, I've seen that with guys that approach me where, yeah, I'm like, okay, well that's not what I want. Okay. What do I, you know? So what is that showing me? Yeah. That, like, what do I want instead? So yeah, I was just curious if they're like, yeah qualities or like things in a relationship you thought about yeah well I think that you know I do know what I want and um yeah and so I want you know somebody who's vulnerable who's who's stable who who's responsible for their own behavior who's spiritual you know Mm -hmm. you know you know it has a lot of the you know I I really think that the beliefs that we have are you know kind of unique and so I would like somebody who's who's uh, you know, on that path as well. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. And I like had similar thoughts. I just didn't see how it could work if the person wasn't, uh, I'm well yeah. with the whole like, awakening thing. I'm thinking that more and more people are starting to share these beliefs, you know, or, or yeah. be, realize them. Um, but it's something interesting with this guy and something that I like, it was hard for me to be vulnerable with him about at first was these beliefs because he's not like, he's a pretty, like on the surface seems like a simple guy, you know, like just, um, he, uh, like he didn't really grow up religious or anything and he just doesn't really seek out anything. Um, but at the same time, like, so I just told him that I do these calls, like talking about the podcast and then I've slowly opened up more and more, like telling him about what we talk about him. Um, and so he's not like he, it wouldn't be his thing, but he also just has all these ideas on his own. Like he's an electrician yeah. and he was talking about, um, Oh, like why he got into that field and said something along the lines of like, I just really like working with something that I can't see. And so then another time when I was talking about how I love like talking about all these abstract con con like concepts, he was like, yeah, I think I kind of get my jollies met a lot of like at work through that. I don't know. So it's just, it's been interesting that how there's still, it's still aligning, you know, and it makes sense because it's all ordained or whatever, but um just it was a matter of like what I thought I wanted you know and who knows this may not be the end all beyond there could be somebody who comes along who's like whose beliefs are a lot more closely aligned and it could be even more and better but but I I it was like a pleasant surprise that <laughs> that it's still working out so yeah. well. 
I agree. I totally agree with you. I think there's a lot of people that are open or that have ideas without being in Joshua or being in, you know, Abraham or whatever. And, you know, this is my passion, but you definitely mm-hmm. want someone who has some kind of the same, you know, who's open right. to those kind of beliefs because they are quite different. Mm-hmm. You know, like most people believe that, you know, there's global warning, warning and, you know, the whole world is going, getting destroyed right. and all those kinds of things. I don't, I don't want to, you know, like that kind of person right. is, you know. Yeah. 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 That is a very, yeah, that's a very good point. I mean, especially with these beliefs still being, I mean, unique, you know, or not mainstream or whatever, it, it's already, it can already be tricky enough to like <laughs> hold them and assert them for ourselves. So yeah, to be with somebody who is on the opposite end of that, who's still mired. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is though, you know, it's interesting just to meet people and talk to them and see where they're at in terms of their spirituality or in terms of their beliefs and stuff like that. And and it's fun to, you know, whatever, to to challenge them sometimes and, and see what happens. Like sometimes, you know, they have these beliefs and then they're like, oh, yeah, I never thought of it that way. And so, you, mm-hmm. you know, you never know. That's exciting, too, you know, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Be open. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's just good to be open. I think in terms of um, how we feel, like in the world, like not to put too many parameters, um, you know, into it because because you never know where it's going to come from. Mhm. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. And that's what makes life exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of like romantic relationships, are there any other relationships where vulnerability has come up lately, or like manifestation events around it, or exploring it? Um, I mean, I think with my daughters, sometimes that you know, there's um, you know, because well, they sometimes they have beliefs or whatever that, you know, I want to be able to be open to them. But I know that especially my younger daughter, sometimes she'll get very closed if I say the the wrong thing kind of thing. But, um, uh, but I, I'm finding that um, lately because of what I've been going through, I am being my authentic self with her and telling her how, and she's more open and receptive to it than, than the way it yeah. used to be. And yeah. that, and that's really nice, you know, to be able to, um, you know, and the thing is, is that you say things like, I don't know, some of the beliefs that I have obviously um, are jarring for some people, you know, and and uh, to be able to say it to the people that are closest to you and for them to understand it and, and be open to it, whether they agree with it or not, it doesn't really matter. But um, mm-hmm. to, to know that you're being listened to and, and, and being respected and understood or whatever is really powerful. Right. Right. I feel like that is a core human desire is to feel understood, you know, so to be able to like yeah. share ourselves confidently, I think, yeah, helps us receive that feedback that we are being that, being received that way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
I can see yeah. that. I mean, I just moved into a place too where, um, you know, I just moved into a place and I'm working with a, like I'm, I got my own suite in this house and it's a new family and there's, you know, there's dynamics going on. And for me, I'm always, I have some fears around, you know, disturbing people or, you know, um, not being what they want to be or, you know, because yeah. now I'm like, I'm actually, you know, so it's been interesting in terms of that because, and in that regard, I have to be vulnerable too and push through some oh. fears and, you know, and tell them, you know, like how I'm feeling about whatever and, and they got to be able to tell me what they're feeling too. And yeah. so we can have, you know, And that's yeah. part of the reason that I think that I don't want a boyfriend right now is because I'm working on this relationship in, at right. this moment, you know, right. and getting it established. Yeah. And the guy, the guy in this in this place has kind of got some um, some um, like uh, he kind of reminds me of my dad in a little way, in a few little ways, you know, and that, you know, that's I guess that's a normal yeah. process, but in a different place. And, you know, like I went up there for dinner the other night and he was all, um, he was having a bad, he was in a bad mood kind of thing. And I was like, oh, right away. I was like, oh, did I do something wrong? You know, and, <laughs> and, and then I heard, I heard myself saying that like, no, I'm not doing anything wrong. But the other part is that I really feel the energy of somebody who's like that. And, mm-hmm. I, and, uh, you know, so then I was feeling bad. And so then I came down and I, you know, did a, you know, I processed it and figured out what my limiting beliefs were. And, <laughs> you know, and that was, and that was helpful because then it, you know, I was like, no, it has nothing to do with me. It's not, it's, you know, he's, he's whatever. I don't have to take it personally. And then the other thing was that, you know, maybe he was a little stern with his kids and then I was judging him for being stern. And I was like, no, that that's all for them too, you know, and to really be, uh, come from a loving place for that, you know, and know that how freeing that is to, to think in that way, to think that, you know, this is all for them. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong here and it's for me and it's all good, you know, and to hold my space of love for them is much more powerful than me feeling like I'm a victim when I, you know. Right. Right. Feeling like you're the cause of it or like you have to do something to quote unquote fix it or yeah. 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 That is, yeah, that is a liberating feeling. Hmm. Yeah. Especially in a situation like that where it could feel like you're, like you've come into their home, you know, like you're in their territory. (laughs) That is a vulnerable. But, and like, I like that you acknowledge that it's vulnerable for them too, you know, like in these, yeah, yeah, fresh moments, (laughs) like starting they're still finding their footing I'm sure as a family and so having somebody else in there um yeah yeah feel quite vulnerable I can imagine so so what a huge gift that they probably don't even have any idea that they're receiving or like we probably didn't can't even comprehend the magnitude of but that you're giving them just I don't know on an energetic level by being able to do that work through your own stuff um and be able to stay in that love space rather than you know fear or guilt or worry or judgment or whatever it is that's that's yeah yeah it's transformative i mean that is so it is transformative and it's so exciting to think that way it's just Mm -hmm. like wow i just want everybody to know (laughs) yeah well like and to know that 
for you to know it yourself, like for me to know it myself, that like I can be yeah. a generator of that, you know, that that's a gift that I am giving the world when I'm doing that. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing that's hard to remember on my like bad days where I'm, or not bad yeah. days, like dip days, you know? Um, yeah. But that is an excuse to feel good. Just knowing that we have that ability. And also, yeah. also speaking of abilities, even being able to separate out that those were his feelings and not yours, you know, that you didn't have to take them on and take them into you. That's something that I, looking back, yeah. have realized. I mean, well, like Joshua said before, um, like everybody who's here is extra sensitive, you know, like a lot of us can identify with yeah. the idea of empaths. But yeah, I my entire life I still do that some you know but where it's like where because I can feel the energy I it's confusing if I don't know where I like start looking inside of myself for like what's wrong what you know but yeah. a lot of times it's me feeling what somebody else is offering and then I get to choose when I you know we can we can remember yeah. that we get to choose consciously what we do with that <laughs> and so yeah yeah, yeah. those in that situation um yeah. before this i was at this coffee shop that i like to go to it's not the one that i have spent like the majority of my time at but there's just always mm -hmm. it's a it's a little more like off the beaten it's i mean it's still downtown but there's just like a different cast of characters there and so mm -hmm. this morning uh i don't know there were these three it was just like it felt like a glitch in the matrix, like total synchronicity. People who yeah. have kinds of beliefs, their own ways, you know, like one of the guys was talking about Lawrence and he called it a cosmic vortex. And I was like, I have used those exact words about this place, like about the synchronicities yeah. that we were talking about synchronicity and then like alternate realities and just all these different things. But this guy was talking about, well, going to protests, how, so he lives on the street and he was thinking about, he was saying he'd been, he came back to Lawrence after this other one, but he was thinking about going to find another one because he felt, because he uh, essentially he felt like he had a purpose when he was there. And so we were just kind of, I was just like asking him questions about it. But uh, we got to the idea of transmutation, which is how it related to this, what we're talking about right now, because we were just like getting into the nuts and bolts of like transmuting energy, like how, you know, can energy be created, destroyed? Um, and then the idea of taking that negative energy, like you, you know, like encountering that guy's mood and then being able to, without even doing anything with the other person, like without requiring any kind of participation from the other person, mm -hmm. just inside of us, mm -hmm. like resolving it mm -hmm. and turn into a love energy, just how powerful that is. So, yeah. So that's what you were talking to the guy about? Yeah. At the coffee shop. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's what I've been seeing more and more. I realize that's what I've been doing the past two years, like in going out. I mean, I have different reasons for loving strangers. Um, but like, yeah. I have these kinds of conversations in person all the time, but I also realize that like in the practice of it, that I've felt more and more free to start them or to like kind of nudge it in that direction or just be me and say what I have to say. And yeah. then finally, people that just like are ready to like open up and like dive in. Um, yeah. Yesterday on the call, uh, my friend Brooke was on there and she's from here in town. She's, I met her through Craigslist. She like put an ad in the, or yeah, in the services section, something about like 
having creative skills to offer and something about video editing. So that's how we hooked up. But she hadn't really been exposed to any. She was kind of like me, like where she grew up super religious. And she she's an artist, so she had some like, you know, free thinking stuff about her. But she's just been diving in and eating it all up. And I'm seeing that there's a lot of people the same way that I did right. and still am when I first encountered it. I was like, oh, what is all of this? You know, and then just like <laughs> diving in. Yeah. Yeah. Is wow. there anybody in your town or like or around there in physical reality that you have that you talk about this kind of stuff with? Um, no. Mm. Not yet. Um, some aspects of it, um, you know, I talk to people about, but um, yeah, nothing. I haven't met somebody that I can really um, just really open up about it here. Right. Right. It'll happen. Yeah. I liked that, like, your first answer was not yet. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's interesting because that, I mean, that ties in because that too requires a certain level of vulnerability, you know? Um, Yeah. Because it does feel, well, especially, it's a thing that I see myself doing unconsciously all the time where. Like I'm, it feels vulnerable because it's hard to open up because it's different from most people's way of thinking. And I realized that my entire life I've been programmed to associate different with wrong, you know? And so like, right. it feels, yeah. I feel inherently wrong just because it's different yeah. than what some people think. But like, so it's this matter of like reprogramming myself, you know, like brainwashing myself yeah. to remember that it's okay. It's actually fantastic to be different because everybody is. So like nobody is, you know, there is no different yeah. because everybody's unique. So. Yeah. That's but. so true. Um, I, f- I find that I kind of test people in a way because I'll, um, you know, I have friendships with people here, lots of people I know. And, and then, that, so then I'll, you know, say some of my ideas and kind of say it in a, in a way to see what they say. And then, and then I go from there kind of thing, you know, so either I'll, I'll say, you know, but oftentimes, oftentimes it, it does seem to come back to people thinking in certain ways and being pretty rigid in their beliefs, mm. but not always, you know, some, like, you know, sometimes you can go there and it's really fun and exciting. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is you don't have to get, um, I don't know, I think a lot of, everything makes so much sense that, um, you know, a lot of people can resonate with a lot of, you know, the things that I think, because <laughs> it's just like, you know, you end up talking to them, and they're like, yeah, you know, and they, and then they'll go on, and then you'll have this really interesting conversation, and and you can tell that their, their brain is like, making some new <laughs> connections yeah. in that way, and it's really yeah. fun, forming, yeah. Forming new neuropathways, yeah. 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 yeah, I've I've found like the the easiest way. I'm realizing this now, or I don't know, making this connection. But like when I've had when it's led to the most like exciting kinds of conversations is when I'm like when I'm connecting through experience, like based on an experience that I've had. Like a lot of the abstract mm. stuff for people that haven't been yeah. exposed to it or really put much thought and or like you know really good to know or whatever but when I'm 
like so basically breaking it down I think I get I think it's part of why I have my children you know or why I've attracted them and they've chosen me but like I get a lot of practice breaking this stuff down into really simple concepts you know or like ideas mm. or nuggets using allegories that's yeah. one of the things that I love about Joshua so much is they make it so applicable because of how they use examples like practical real life yeah. like examples that just makes it so much more tangible um yeah but yeah so rather than like leading with the non-physical aspects of it it's more like when it ends up when we really end up connecting is when it's like tied into the human experience and then and then expounding on the ideas from there you know or me just talking about my own or asking them questions about how they experience something um yeah yeah yeah, that's really, really good to do that. Um, I had a thought, but it disappeared. Oh, in uh, terms of vulnerability, that's another way that we're vulnerable, isn't it? I mean, um, when you you tell people things, I mean, sometimes they judge you or they look at you and go, what, are you crazy? Like, you know, what are you thinking here, you know? And mm-hmm. and to be okay with that and, and you know, right. and open to open to that you know but I do find that um sometimes when people are like that I end up going okay well they're you know I'm probably not gonna be friends with that person (laughs) I think I'll just move on kind of thing you know because it's way more safe to be talking to people that are open and and uh and have a positive outlook in life I guess overall you know it's it is it's exciting It is. I've started seeing those people that show up that give me the side eye. I mean, it still gets to me. <laughs> it still gets to me sometimes. Yeah. Depending on what it is, you know, like how confident I am, like, and or how secure I am in my own truth about something. But like, I started I, on my, you know, when I'm on my game, like seeing those people as like sharpening tools, like, you know, the ones that give me the side eye or that criticize or that don't understand something. I get a lot of practice with that. I have got, I was thinking about it this morning driving, how grateful I am for my parenting partner in that respect, because he, yeah, he's, I have like gotten a lot stronger as a result of, to the point where now we rarely even have those, those kinds of interactions anymore where, you know, where yeah. he's just, yeah, well, I don't even, yeah, where those interactions happen, where it's like ra- closed off to there being a mm-hmm. possibility that mm-hmm. my truth could be true, you know? Um, mm-hmm. It's just, it's been so beneficial. I was thinking about this morning that if I like do expand in some way, like with more of a presence out in the world, how much easier it will be to just let a lot of shit roll off my back because I've had, I've gotten a chance to like feel a lot of it already, you know? And so it's yeah. gotten to the point where like I can, as soon as like when I'm doing something, if a thought pops up, like what if he finds out or what if he says this or what if he does that, then I know that it's not even about, or I'm getting to a place where I'm coming into the knowing that it's not even about him. And so I, that's my chance to resolve it right there. And then like whatever, just, so just recognizing those thoughts, not getting tied into them, but when they pop up, like, Oh, okay. That's a red flag or not even a red flag, but that's an indicator that there's something to check out here. Oh, okay. I, I know that my intentions are this, this, and this, I'm making this choice because it's true for me, blah, blah, blah. 
And then by the time then he'll still say something sometimes, but I noticed that like, it's a lot easier to respond. And usually Joshua said this the other day and it like really resonated because I've seen the difference in re in reactions that I receive or reflections or whatever. But like when I'm in that safe and secure inside myself, like know that it's true for me place, it's so much easier to just respond in humor and like laugh it off. And it immediately diffuses the situation where, where it's not like the sarcastic, like poking at and making him wrong kind of thing, but just like, mm. well, you know, I'm a blah, blah, blah or whatever. It just, yeah, it just diffuses. It's been, yeah. I don't know. Have you like, had, yeah. do you have examples of that where like you've been able to just like laugh it off essentially? Um, yeah. Like in, I mean, I yeah, I think even like you know, I was um, I was with just before I left my uh, boyfriend's place. Uh, I was making some food or whatever, and he made a comment that I like to make a mess in the kitchen, and uh, and mm -hmm. and my immediate, you know, and it's always been something that's been you know, he doesn't like it. He thinks that you should put away things as you go. But I'm a creator, and I like to make a big mess. Right. Right. I eat really good food. And then at first I was like, I got, like, I was like, my immediate reaction was like, Rrr. and I'm like, no, I don't, I don't even care. <laughs> like, what does it yeah. matter? Right. This isn't about, you know, the thing is, is you don't have to take it personally anymore either when you, when you understand that it's really not about you anymore. Like, you, you know, even when directly saying something, you know, it's just his issue or her issue or whoever, mm -hmm. you know, that they're bringing yeah. to you and then you decide how to react to it and then. Yeah, he was totally, I said, well, I guess it doesn't matter, does it? You know, <laughs> I laughed. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's so empowering to uh, feel that way about, you know, and knowing that it's just a little indicator to you and you choose how you're going to react to it and you can either mm -hmm. get upset and take it personally or you can let it go and go, no, oh, this isn't about me. This is this person's thing. And if, and I, I'm comfortable with the way I am. I allow and love myself just the way I am. And I love and accept that person too, because they're just showing me a little thing that may be stuck in my craw or may not be, you know, yeah. and I can process it the way I want. Exactly. exactly. And, and so leave them to process their stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 Be fun and be playful. There's nothing serious going on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Simple concept. Not, well, I don't know. Yeah. That was funny. Wendy's been, uh, yeah, but the idea simple but not easy. Somebody pointed out the other day, they're like, well, that's a belief. Like, it could be easy. And I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah. And it is. Like, yeah. sometimes it is. Sometimes it does feel easy. Um, but yeah. That's the yeah. thing I like. One of the things I love about, I mean, conversations like this and engaging like this and like getting to hear your stories and experiences and like, and sh or sharing ours, you know, focusing on those times and like being able to celebrate when we did, because you use the word empowering and that's exactly what I was thinking about in that moment or like feeling in that moment, you know, like remembering all the times that like I have, we have responded from that place. I feel like that is even just speaking out loud is like, shoring up that feeling inside of me again right now in this moment and that like will be carried forward with me again you know um so yeah just yeah it's interesting too i was thinking um you know when we have these calls sometimes i also feel really vulnerable in the calls 
you know, with people that I don't know. Yeah. And then, um, and then I say things, you know, I do say things that I think, oh, people are going to judge me. And I kind of, even in that moment, I, I will feel a little bit, um, you know, yeah. bad about it, you know, or whatever. And so it's a, another um, layer of processing, you know, and, and letting go, you know, like even saying, you know, whatever about your personal life, on a call where it's public, you know, you got to, mm-hmm. you know, it makes mm-hmm. you think of things in a different way, you know, and being open and vulnerable yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you are, yeah. Speaking of my experience too, um, it's really true. And I, uh, just like in a lot of areas, yeah. Sort of find myself oscillating back and forth yeah same for me though feeling vulnerable in these calls like the one well the past couple of these it it's been I saw I was thinking about how it's like so many other things but like sitting down to do art where at first it doesn't quite feel natural and like you know or not even natural but like I'm I don't know there's fear present you know and so yeah for all the reasons that you mentioned like this different even when I know all the people on the call like it has a different any energy signature kind yeah. of you know and so wondering how those are yeah. going to mesh and like not knowing all the time like what to do or say or having a lot of thoughts you know and not knowing or like yeah and then letting fear kind of cut off that flow yeah so I yeah. I understand I like it as a, like, it's a, it's one yeah. of the things that I really feel uncomfortable with. I like it at, like it is, it's just good practice and it feels safe yeah. for the, you know, like just the right amount of uncomfortable <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And on Joshua Live too. And then the whole public yeah. thing, that's something that Erin, you know, Erin, she, she's in the first round of the boot camp, and I think she's in the Friends of Joshua group, Erin, Michelle, something, Clayton. Um, mm-hmm. But she, oh, she brought that up um, in a message the other day, just the idea of this being, well, like the Joshua calls being like a safe place, you know, where we can be vulnerable. But then the idea of like how, well, because I, (laughs) my, uh, this person that I'm seeing asked me, he was like, oh, hey, did you add me to your group? (laughs) Talking about friends of Joshua. And I didn't add him. I don't know how like the universe clearly like but it was just like so low on my registering of fear that I was really happy for myself in that moment but I was like no I didn't um but yeah there it is you know and so he, he, yeah. he said that he saw the podcast and was like I'm bad about listening but I'd ask you first but like and I was <laughs> and so I had some fear <laughs> but I was just like I mean go for it but just know that like for me, this is a device is what I told myself. I was like, for me, it's just a Skype call in my bedroom with my friends. And so I say a lot of yeah. things. I don't know what all I've said. And I don't know what you'll hear. And so just, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so he was, and, and because I like, well, that felt really vulnerable for me because I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Just because I've been really raw and I don't know what he's going to hear or whatever. But he like because I was able to own it and put it out there and say it and like not feel that much fear about it there was like the reflection mm-hmm. or response that I received he's like he's a quiet guy and so he was just kind of quiet for a second like I don't know it was like well I'm excited to like I don't know 
hear what you're a part of, you know, or just like understand more of like what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. And then said, like, he's like, what are you like afraid? I'm going to judge you based on something that happened before I even met you. And I'm, <laughs> I know, I'm like, well, yeah, exactly what I'm afraid of. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't know. So it's just fun seeing. I love that he said that. Me too. There's so many little yeah. things. There's so many little things that just feel good for me because I'm not attaching them to him. I'm just like, I mean, they are, they're of him. And it's what makes me like appreciate him so much more, but also just seeing it as a reflection of like where I've got myself to, but the, like, so he, we had a conversation a while back about monogamy versus non-monogamy. And that was another very vulnerable moment for me where I just froze up and like, couldn't even, cause he's, he's like a natural monogamist or whatever. Or where that just is yeah. what makes sense to him. That's just like he's never even considered anything else, you know? Um, yeah. But so, like last night, like things have been just, he keeps just reiterating that he, like, well, he said he was vulnerable and said, like, essentially that he just, like, has this feeling of just wanting to, like, keep me, like, wanting me to be his, you know? But also, like, oh. not has made it very clear that he doesn't want me to change or like, but so last night, I don't know, like the, uh, we've just been kind of slowly a while, a, a week ago or something. He was like, well, where do we go from here? And he's like, and I'm not asking to put pressure. I just like want to know what you want. Cause I don't want to mess this up. <laughs> and and yeah. I was like, I don't know. I like where we are right now. And so since I, he's just bit, I don't know, like just affirming of that. And so last night, um, he said something okay. about partners because I had said something previously about partners that I knew that I wanted a partner, but I didn't really know what that meant. And so I was just like, yeah. what do you want in a partner? Like, what do you want from me <laughs> essentially? And mm -hmm. I loved it. He didn't answer right away, which is perfect because like he doesn't ever require a response from me. And a lot of like, I ask questions all the time. And I don't care if I get a response. Like I'm just saying what I'm mm -hmm. curious about. He didn't answer right away. And like, I got up and went to get the dog and came back and he was like, are you waiting for an answer? And I was like, or is that question still on the table? I was like, oh yeah, but I mean, it can stay there as long as it needs to. And we went back inside and then he said, like, so, you know, I have an answer, but I feel like what I would want to say could be like taken as expectations and I don't want to put those on you. Like, I just want mm -hmm. you and I want you to feel like free to be who you are not like you have to change anything. So wow. I'm just happy right now. So, so I'm just like, okay, I've opened my mind up to the idea that it was possible. And in this moment, like I'm getting exactly what I want, which is actually what's interesting that I'm seeing happen is like, I'm not, when I, <laughs> I don't know, when I have freedom, I don't feel the need to go out and like stake my freedom, you know, or claim my freedom mm -hmm. or whatever. When it's just given. Mm -hmm. And the way that I give it to other people. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And that's, that's the way, yeah, that's the way it feels the best for sure. Mm -hmm. it, you know, um, to come back to, um, I was thinking about um, codependence, I guess, in a way, you know, yeah. like how you end up, because you get so much out of that person, you, like, I think that's what happened with me and my ex that we, you know, mm -hmm. we, we became a little bit codependent on each other in terms of, wow. you know, 
felt very comfortable with each other hanging out and, um, you know, and, and that was part of the reason I think I probably could have left him probably three or four years ago, you know, and, <laughs> you know, but, um, but I was also exploring that aspect of it, but, you know, I, I think that that's what I like about what you're saying is that there's a freedom to be with each other or, you know, and maybe to have more, but, and, and so where do you, like, where does it become, you know, where you become attached or is that a good thing or a bad right. thing or, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the thought that's just occurring to me that's making sense about the attachment part of it is like, well, and the code, it relates to codependency too, because what I saw when I, well, yeah, like I've definitely presented those behaviors in my relationships. And it's when like, when uh, we were sort of relying on the other person to fill us up rather than generating it from within. And so what I mm. was really like different in this one is that, well, okay, is that part of what feels so good about it is that we're both like really enjoying giving to one another. And so it's less mm -hmm. about what we're receiving. But when I feel attached, I realized it's because I'm like, I'm attached to what I'm receiving rather than focusing on what mm -hmm. I'm giving, you know? Right. And so that's yeah. what doesn't feel as good or that's when more fear is introduced. So that's an interesting, thanks for, I don't know, bringing up that yeah. line of thought. Yes. That it feels so much better to be giving and receiving the overflow rather than filling each other up constantly until one of us start. That's what happened in my marriage was we were like both desperately trying to fill the other person up, you know, and then I realized that mm -hmm. like and expecting it from the other, you know, and then expecting them to fill us up. And yeah. I uh, along the way started like realizing it was my job to fill me up. And once I did that, I had less, well, it was a different kind of, you know, I wasn't filling up in the typical ways, but, and so it just yeah. worked less and less. So it's just, that's something that I'm seeing or a new yeah. level of awareness, I guess, around, around observing where each person in the relationship is at with that, you know, and not that any way of yeah. being is wrong, just paying attention. No. And I think for a successful relationship, what I'm learning, what I've observed in other people's is that there's, there's always going to be an ebb and flow, you know, but like, so there mm -hmm. may be times when someone is a little bit down and needs a little bit extra. And because we're choosing them, we choose to give that consciously without becoming resentful for it. But then, hopefully it balances back out. And then when the tables turn and it goes the other way, you know, I feel like that could yeah. be what is part of a successful relationship without yeah. relying on it from outside. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, you think about, I think about like, so, you know, this young man is giving you gifts every once in a while, right? Say that again. Hello? Oh yeah. Um yeah. So he's so he's giving you these surprise little gifts and stuff and then you're like, Oh, that's so nice and and then you know, and then you and then you know, you're he's doing it for a while and you're getting more and more attached and then the next thing you know he doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> right? And then you're like, Oh, how come I'm not getting any little surprises anymore? You know yeah. So where do you you know, like if you just take it for what it is and, and allow it in and don't expect it 
Yeah. Well, yeah. What I've started, what I've come to see, and like I've made myself aware in my, well, I don't know, like six months ago or something, I realized that I had all this shit built up around gifts, like giving and receiving of them. I don't know. So that's been a journey of exploration or whatever. But so with those little things, yeah, I could see my, I could see that being a potential storyline, what you talked about and see how it kind of happened in the past where I became attached to it. Mm -hmm. And then when it went away, um, but like, for now, like, yeah, I do use those little things as an excuse to feel good. But what I'm seeing happen more because of how I've practiced it, like with friends that I have that are really good at just like giving little thoughtful gifts, you know, or like other people, my reality neighbors that I have who are just who give just because they love to give what I've been like for a while feel guilty in the receiving of it and then beat myself up for not being as good at giving. And now it's just like, using it as inspiration you know so like receiving something like that like oh my gosh that was so much fun to receive like and then being more wow. open and aware of ways that I could do that because what I'm loving about yeah. the little things that are coming from him are that because I've been and I've had another relation or like a couple where they were like more overt gifts you know like if yeah like yeah but these are just like little like I think he uh, I don't know. I came over last night and he just like had a flower in a vase and I don't know. I didn't ask where it came from, but then he just like, and it was just sitting there. And then like later on, he just like picked up and handed it to me, you know? And then we were driving mm-hmm. to go somewhere and I saw some like down the road from his house that were just like that flower. So he might've even just like pulled over and I don't know. And then the other thing was like a note, you know? And so it's not like, yeah, you know, right. big display. It's just these thoughtful little things. And so like, so yeah. it is nice, but I also, I do a lot of those things. And so one yeah. device not getting too attached to it, or like, thanks for bringing it up because I'm reminding myself now, but is that like, <laughs> it's a reflection of me and the things that I do, like slipping a note in Dexter's backpack, you know, my kid's backpack or whatever, like it's a reflection. And yeah. so it's not just coming from, like, I don't have to depend on one source to get the, yeah. I don't anything but like yeah so yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of just using those little things as like rather than a tip for yeah. tat like oh something nice for me but like this just happened at the coffee shop too where um like it's well was this chain reaction well so like okay so he gave me that flower last night and then not necessarily related but I can correlate it in my mind and then today I was at <laughs> the coffee shop and this guy um who's around and he's also somebody who's just like, I don't know who other people might write off, you know, who people like my parents just mm-hmm. wouldn't notice feel fear around or whatever. But he was standing there and he'd like bummed a cigarette from somebody. My lighter was on the table and he's super quiet, this guy, but he was like, can I have that when you're done? And mm-hmm. talking about, just didn't point or say, but I knew he was talking about the lighter and I was like, help yourself. And he was like, no, I mean like, have it, have it when it's out, out. I like it. And because it was, oh. uh, it's like a shirt under Mr. and it says, kiss me. And I was like, um, I told him he could just have it now, but it wouldn't be right. And then this other guy, um, <laughs> so like I was in the spirit of giving, you know, and then this other guy was like, well, hey, I always carry around like three lighters. And so he pulled out his lighter. He gave me his lighter. I gave my lighter to the other guy. And so it was just like this no, fun no. little giving. And so that's, that's, I think, a way that we can, I don't know. You yeah. 
I don't know, benefit from like the receiving of things, just like using it as like a reminder, like the pay it forward at Starbucks or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's yeah. great. I love that idea. Do you have a favorite way to give? Cause like, sometimes giving can feel vulnerable, like giving gifts, even like what if they don't like it, you know, or, but do yeah. You, yeah. You have. Yeah. It's true. And then, and, and sometimes people, you know, you, they're not open to receiving because they have fear around that too. You know, mm -hmm. they have these mm -hmm. ideas that they, then they're obligated or something like that. Mm -hmm. If, you know, so it's so lovely just to be open and accepting and, and um, feel appreciation for that. And, and like mm -hmm. you say, to be able to feel, to be able to do that. And, and, there, and there's always opportunities that come up when you're looking for it, to be able to do that, mm -hmm. which is so wonderful. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like I'm finding that here in, in my place, you know, I took the dog for a walk this morning and doing little things around the place that um, I'm just doing because I want to. And, um, you know, cause we have an exchange where I'm, you know, I'm staying here in exchange for helping them out. But right. these little things are, you know, just little things that I want to do out of love and appreciation, you know, and that's, that's a, you know, there's no obligation. There's just, you know, I just want to do it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like those little acts hold so much power. Yeah. In terms of, yeah. Oh, I see Genevieve. Did Genevieve come on the call? <laughs> Here. Ah. Hi, Genevieve. Hey. Hello. I've been listening for a little while. I was at yoga. Um, ah. And then I saw your text as soon as it was over, so I called in. I got you. Nice. Right yeah. <laughs> Hi. So what do you think of our conversation? <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the topic of vulnerability. I think for me, um, and I liked when y'all were talking about, like, the Joshua. Like, I feel, it's so interesting how I feel. I feel like I don't feel – I feel like I'm pretty honest, but then I also have some of the same – um, things come up where I feel like, oh, that was dumb, or like, why did I say that, or they think you're, you know, like self-judgment, and uh, uh, yeah. but I never like considered like, or I never like got fear of like strangers listening to it, or you know what I mean, like, or like it, that never was a fear for me, like, oh god, right. there's gonna be people like just listening to my, you know, me crying or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then the other thing was the vulnerability. Like I'm, I'm pretty good about just being as honest as I can about what's going on. But I have had moments where it like has come back. It feels like it's come back to like bite me. You know what I mean? Like why did I share that? Like it, you know. And then I have the fear, like, mm -hmm. like I've had some fears at massage school where I where I'm honest with some of the things that I've done or whatever. And then I'm like, oh my god. Does that feel like they're going to tell on me, you know, because mm -hmm. whatever, like, oh, and then, it, but yeah, like, there was one episode where I copied somebody's work. It was, like, work that I had already turned in that was lost, and I grabbed somebody's out of the box and copied it and resubmitted it, and um, it just went into, like, this, like, whole manifestation thing, but then it still scares me that they tell on me, you know, the people that I did share it with, because I invited in like three people and 
so that's what I, you know, I saw fear over it. Like, I don't know who to trust. It's almost like, I don't know, trust myself. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> that this is all for you and that they can't really physically hurt you, then maybe you could be, a, I, I think that I could be a little bit, I don't know, like I, I have to remember too that I'll get into that state where I'm just fearful of people judging me too. And then, but that's just nothing. It's maybe really the it's question not, about like why I choose to share. Like am I choosing to share because, I mm. want to share. Or am I choosing to share because it's an urge to like get the response I want from somebody? Like you're okay or you're safe or like don't worry about it, you know? So it's not always right. necessarily like let me share this because it makes me happy or you know from a good feeling place. Yeah. And that's what makes me nervous because I do share things um, when I feel scared, and then yeah. it <laughs> and that that's where I'm like hmm, trying to take a step back and not react yeah. so quickly to just blurt out things or not blurt out things, but just share like from urge or share from fear. Right. Yeah. But that's, even, even that's okay. okay. Yeah. To share from fear. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's still that, for yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, I like that as an angle at it though, like realizing, I mean, because, so when you were speaking of that experience where the way that it was computing for me was like, yeah, it's like this instinct survival fear that it's dangerous to be vulnerable, you know? So like in Mm -hmm. kind of people that then they maybe have power over your reality. But like, I like, I like, yeah, but I like the angle that you're seeing, like your perspectives on it, because basically you're taking an alternate perspective of, well, gaining awareness around where your urge to share is coming from, you know, like mm-hmm. the place that you're mm-hmm. in, that desire is coming. And so that's like another, yeah. I, it's just an, a perfect example of how many different aspects of these things that there yeah. are to unpack and possible to understand. Um but yeah, well, that relates yeah, like to our fear on earlier when just okay. real quick, when I was talking about, oh, fears around like things that my parenting partner might have issue with or judge, you know, that I used to have those fears and then I would work up this response that I could say to him when he did this and blah, 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 blah. And now I realize that like that fear coming up like that, oh, what if he finds out? Or so, like, in this situation, like, oh, I'm going to tell so-and-so, then just, like, that being the signal to stop and look at what is it? Like, what's actually going on here? Like, now that you have that awareness, that's probably where it's coming from when you're wanting to share. Or, like, or just even stopping to examine it. That's, I feel like that is a game yeah. changer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, what it, is the it, belief it behind like, that? Yeah, it also feels like it's another escape right instead of feeling it I want to call somebody so that I can so they can make me feel better does that make sense instead of like instead of feel just feeling it and feeling the fear and feeling like or like reevaluating it or um kind of like um like it's, it's not what I'm, my mind's a little bit like my 
my brain feels a little bit loosey-goosey because I just finished yoga, is that, like, instead of doing the work myself, let me call somebody so that they can <laughs> do it for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah Settle my fear down to. for me. Yeah. I mean, we that's what we always do, or or what I often do, too, is I look for something outside of me to make myself feel good or whatever it is. Um, and that's just, you know, another place where you can, where you're going to do what you're going to do, and then you can think about it after and think about, you know, I think about, um, like, I was talking to uh, the person that I live with up here, and I started saying, you know, some of the stuff that I believe in, and I could see him, like, kind of shutting off, and then, and then I started having fears about that, you know, and that, oh, now he's going to judge me and think, what the hell did he let this person into his house for, you know, and then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's then I was like, I would, no. that is exactly something I would fear myself yeah yeah and so and that happened and then I have to look at that and go no I don't really know what he's thinking and yeah. you know like who cares like you know if I have to deal with that then I'll have to deal with that but I am coming from love and and um you know and and maybe it'll open up his eyes or maybe I won't say those kind of things so much to him anymore next time and because uh, it's bringing up fear for him, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah. but maybe That's I will true. too. I'll see how it feels. You know, it just depends on you know. Like, I guess you gotta you want people to feel safe in your in your area. But it is complicated for sure. It can be, but you just and, gotta you know like I don't know. I was going to say, like you said, uh, how you don't even know what he's thinking. That was something that, well, I'm still in it deeper and deeper levels all the time, but it was revolutionary for me when Joshua, I think, first said that, or, well, or just drove home the point that we don't know what anybody else is thinking. It's all stories that we're making up in our mind. We can't possibly know going through their head, you know, like we may be able to since their energy like we were talking about but even that's like all coming in through our own filter of like what we think yeah um but yeah it's funny how far and how you let that train go you can make up any story you want right about what they're thinking maybe you can make the assumption that you think they you know but you could also say well maybe they're just tired or maybe they're thinking about something maybe something got triggered for them and they're thinking about that thought they're not even thinking about what you just said they had no, they're not even cluing in you know wow. and that's what i realized when i talked to him afterwards that he, there was no no problem there at all you know yeah he thinks it's awesome that i'm here and he's loving that i'm here and he keeps saying that and it's all good yeah yeah. Jen, do you like, uh, does it come or how do you, do you ever, let me reframe this. Okay. It, I guess, do you spend any time imagining like how much everybody at massage school loves you and like how lucky they are to have you there? Like how grateful no. they are for you and your presence? <laughs> I could see that entirely being the case, you know, like how you thought at one point that you were being annoying for being like, loud or like making jokes or whatever like I bet that's appreciated at least by one if not like if I was there I would appreciate it I'm always the one that's not yeah. not always 
So like I've been the one that is not ballsy enough to make the jokes, but will fucking laugh at them when they happen, you know, or like, or not say the thing that I want to say, but when somebody else says it, I applaud it. <laughs> so I don't know. That could be something. Yeah. I mean, I, that's uh, what I, I use that rationale when I start to get really scared about, you know, like I remind myself like, who I am and you know what I mean like all the things and so I'm like so I'm able in those moments when I feel like really fearful that's worked as of recently to just imagine myself as this like you know great being or whatever um and when I go there like it it, it eases it like that can't you know I don't know it just helps but in the class I've had I've had glimpses or like little things where I'm like, oh, I like that. Like, remember when I told you that one time the teacher was like, this is Genevieve and she's very special. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I like the way that feels. Um, <laughs> but I haven't, what's interesting is I haven't gotten that response from the newer teacher. Um, but I have felt like, and this is, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know if it's true, but I also have felt from him like, uh, like he feels a little bit nervous. Like he's like, Ugh. you know, when he's around me, like it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel, it doesn't seem like he feels comfortable. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Like the other teacher was to be around me. And so I think like that's helped. Like in the past, I think I would have taken that on as like against me, like, I'm a mm -hmm. weirdo or you know what I mean like I'm just not lovable or whatever but now it feels more like that's him and not me right like something yeah. that's his own kind of it, and I don't think it's an insecurity just I think it's almost like a, a confidence thing like I think he's coming into his own confidence on being secure and um feeling like a teacher you know what I mean like really feeling like yeah. a teacher yeah. and earning the respect of like the respect that his father gets, like nobody really comforts his dad about anything. Like he just owns the class. But him, and it's been less and less. But at first, I think his manifestation events were all around being okay with like standing his ground and like it, being okay with the, the students not liking him. You know, which that would be really hard. You know what I mean? And I think that's why I kind of eased up. I was like, dang, I felt bad. Like. That would be so hard to deal with, like you know what I mean. Accepting yeah. that no matter what you do, not no matter what yeah. you do, but accepting that a lot of the things that you do or just being the way you are is not necessarily going to get people to love you. You know, like they're not gonna. But with like the triumph in it is he stayed grounded in himself and he stayed persistent in his like rule, not rules, but the ways that he wants it to be. And like now the class dynamics have changed. Like he's respected and like nobody messes with him. Um, I think some of that might be from the fear of the girl getting removed, whatever it took, you know, but at the same time, like he, he kind of has got what he wants from it. And I applaud that. That is yeah, that would be really hard for me. It is. I think that, um, oh, go ahead. All of it is, is a co-creation too, you know, like um, even through urges, we have, it's still a co-creation. Even if we think that we're doing something wrong, we're not ever doing anything wrong um, because it's also for them and for us. And that's, you know, the thing that I remember sometimes when I think, oh, I've done something wrong or I've said something wrong. I'm, I have to remember that it's also for them and, 
it's for us and and that gives me some relief in that you know yeah 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 Yeah, you're right you're right um so i have a thought well just because as i was listening to you describe him and his experience or like how you're perceiving his experience recognizing Mm. recognizing you recognizing what a vulnerable position he was in in that place like putting yourself in his shoes you know like i was putting myself in Mm -hmm. his shoes i can understand that feeling you know and how that might so your ability to recognize like how that could influence his actions and behaviors you know or like energy that he's putting out and response to you and then be able to process out that's his stuff and not yours and I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's I feel like that's all. And I had another thought too when you were saying about how he's um, stable in his beliefs and coming through, and that's the way you are too, Genevieve. That's mm-hmm. what I, you know, like, yeah, that you're recognizing something in him because it's something in you. Right. Yeah. You use the word triumph. Exactly. You use the word triumph. I, I, I use, yeah, 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 and like the idea like that's I think one of the things that's hard for a lot of humans is the like being okay with people not liking you you know for me it is because mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. used to like literally behave so that I could please people and they would like me right like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah for him like he was my teacher you know what I mean like in like just not caring, you know, not changing himself. Not 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 caring. He's a caring person, but just like he wasn't gonna change the way he runs it or the way he leads because people didn't necessarily like his approach. Or it was very different from the prior teacher. It was yeah. you know, more informal. Um Yeah. I appreciate mm. that about about him and his that that was kind of like that type of stuff just gives me courage, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and knowing that you're gonna attract the right people for you in, in those moments too, that you're gonna co create with people who are gonna some of them are gonna resist and some of them won't and some of them will be joyful that you're the teacher and excited about it, you know, and how exciting is that that you're gonna have these new opportunities to teach people I think it'll be so cool yeah Hmm. yeah yeah me too thank you don't get so many opportunities well okay that's a belief but i haven't had in a while many opportunities that um to talk like this you know what i mean and especially like i i I was more like like i more i enjoy dialogues like this in the past i was a part of this like group called fifth mind that i really 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 loved and um and it it was an opportunity for us to come together and like discuss bigger deeper topics mm-hmm. and um 
then I got into my relationship with my partner and it was like that all disappeared. Like those types of discussions didn't happen anymore. Um, so it feels like this is, this is, um, it's good to talk like this with people who, 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 um, match to, to it. Yeah. It is. Mm -hmm. Connection. Mm -hmm. Feels good inside. Oh, two, two, two. <laughs> ah. <laughs> That's just... Thanks. Um, well, what do you guys, is there anything you're excited about for the rest of your day? Or whenever, <laughs> in general? Hmm. I'm excited about every moment. <laughs> I'm working on that. Uh, yeah. Or any intentions or whatever. I don't know. Like, it's probably close to time to move on to whatever <laughs> is next. Um, any intentions, Jen? Um, intentions. I'm... Um, I don't, well, I'm on my way to the learning center right now. And so there I am in, intending more on <laughs> being like the, that's so interesting how that just came up, but being like the teacher, the massage teacher in the sense that I've found that even with the children, um, I have like, I don't know, it's that balance between allowing them to be themselves, but then also, like, respecting myself to the point where, like, they don't disrespect me. Does that make sense? Uh, right. And not yeah. making them wrong, right. but at the same time, like, loving myself to know, like, you, you just, like, I don't want you to talk to me like that. Um, mm -hmm. Or I'm speaking, and when you're speaking, I listen. And so when I'm speaking, I need you to listen, or I want you to listen. Um, so yesterday as a, like kind of as a result of my boss coming in, my boss, but Olga coming in on Tuesday and, um, telling me some stuff about observations from somebody else. Um, yesterday, like I'm just getting really more clear with them and I was really honest for the first time with them about, um, respect in what I want and I'm, so that's my intention for today, just continuing to like speak my truth without, like, speak my truth without being, like, the, like, the feeling of being disciplinary, you know what I mean? Like, yesterday, and they, they kind of reacted like the adults in the class reacted when the teacher first came in, like, <laughs> you know, like, eye roll or whatever. Um, but I just got really clear with them about, like, when you're, when you're speaking, I'm listening, and I treat you with respect, and I treat you with kindness, and I want to help you, and I want to be good to you and that's what I want for myself and if you can't do that then you can't come to a learning center <laughs> and it was kind of scary like even though they're like 9 10 and 11 I was like Ugh. <laughs> um, it was hard for me to say that because I'm not used to like loving myself like that like when I say loving myself but like you know like demanding that you that I am treated the way that I treat you um, Mm -hmm. And so even though they're kids, it was hard for me to, and it worked, 
they like stepped back like they thought about it and like they calmed down and like they were upset at first but it seemed like they shifted yeah right uh, i think they they like mm-hmm. i think me being honest and open was what the key was because it wasn't coming from a place of do as do as i say because i'm the, the adult it was a place of right respect is important and um i spending time here this is my time too and so i want to enjoy my time but we all should be able to enjoy our time here and i I matter too like it's not just about you because you're the children it's about me too it's about all of us and it's about other children who should be able to be in here and it be a safe place where they're comfortable and not like main you know like mania happening where they don't want to come because they can't feel peace you know it gets too chaotic right or it gets chaotic in there oh yeah um i don't know i've worked with kids for many years i you know i worked in schools and stuff and they need they love to, they want that intention like you had an intention there to to teach them something and they'll run wild because um, because of fear even sometimes. So to give them some of that boundary and, and show them your respect for them and, and expecting that in return gives them a different kind of freedom, you know, to be able to mm-hmm. um, be mm-hmm. good even, you know. <laughs> and ultimately they have the choice. Like I gave them the choice. You yeah. Can either come to the yeah. learning center and play and help your homework and um participate in the activities and you don't want to follow the rules if you don't want to abide by like what the ymca has established then you don't have to come if you can go you don't have to be here if that's your choice yeah so it's giving them another perspective a more positive perspective that they can hold up they can take or not Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. And it's treating them like adults, like not like adults, but it's treating yeah. them like yeah. like um, what's the word? Like independent. Like they have the choice. Like they're, I'm not making yeah. a choice for them. They they can choose what they yeah. want right. to do. Yeah. Offering yeah. a level of like accountability. That's something that I've seen playing out in the Taekwondo, where they ask about yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes or no, sir. If the kids are saying it, the teacher goes around and asks every kid, and then asks every parent. Um, but just like on some level, it feels like, well, same with the rules, like it, on some level, it is a form of control, but it's also, well, because it, because the rules are there and because you are establishing it. Yeah. They get to choose and it's an opportunity for them to self-reflect on their own behavior and think about like, I don't know, themselves as part of this larger thing. I think that's really beneficial, (laughs) you know? And realize that they get to, I don't I guess that choices, actions have reactions. Mm-hmm. I've seen that with the boys. Yeah. Oh. No, that, yeah, and, and it's a shared space. Like, it, that's the other part of it. Like, it's not just your space. It's we all have to kind of come together and be in this space. And that's not, it's like... And also teaching them, like, well, what I teach myself, like, at what point is it just an expression of the, just the energy versus, like, a thoughtful 
you know, a thoughtful reaction or whatever, you know, because I do that too. Like, I'm like a kid. Sometimes I just say things and, like, not even think about it. Like, Right. Yeah. Right. So, well, that's I'm where I was just, my that. mind was, like, sorry. Um, my, my mind was taking it to the point that, okay, we're, we're all creating this. And so I could, I could identify with them like mania feeling, you know, of when the kids are going crazy and it's like, this is a shared space. Other kids need to be able to come here. Cause I feel that way with my boys sometimes where they're just like bouncing off. But I also see how, like when Tina said, when there's not a lot of direction, inside of me when I'm feeling like a little bit of mania inside of me is usually when like my <laughs> outer conditions are reflecting the mania. You know what I mean? No, that, for or- sure. That's what happened when the, when Olga came, it was like, I started to feel stressed, like that they were being, you know, cause she was telling me like her concern or the other girl's concerns. And right. So I started thinking concerns and issues and behavior. And then it was like, I don't feel like we'd never dealt with a kid biting another kid. It just happened right in front of me. It just bit him. And I was like, whoa. And then another <laughs> kid grabbed another kid by the neck. And I'm like, whoa. What's happening yeah. here? Like, I mean, they're <laughs> rowdy, but they never had, well, no, they have had it. But like a bite, we never experienced a bite. So it was like, so, and I've also noticed, and I haven't done it as much as I'm thinking about doing it now, but meditating before I start mm-hmm. there like how like getting grounded in my mind and getting calm and getting present instead of like, Oh, I'm here. I got to rush, rush, rush. Or, you know, I don't want to be here. Like this is not what I really want to do right now. Um, but rather like settling down my mind and, um, it's helpful. I can see how it just it can change the change my experience for sure. It seems that way when I've done it. So I've done it a little bit more. And I've also just been really um, intentional about meditating every day more and more. Mm-hmm. Like I'm craving it. And that's been a change. Right. Like the craving I of was, it. Oh. I think meditation is so important too. And I was thinking of um, doing a fa- – I got inspired to maybe do a Facebook page because I find a lot of people are saying, well, you know, they're – they're feeling um, dissatisfaction out of it. And I thought maybe it might be fun to put some point pointers or inspirations about mm-hmm. meditation on, online. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's definitely what one I want to bring to. Thing to do for me. I want to bring yeah, that sorry. or have it as a component of my, um, like, massage therapy practice. Mm. As a part of it will be centering and breathing. Um, yeah, as part of the experience or service. That's mm-hmm. a great idea. Yeah. 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 It's a uh, like I, I the one of the things I love about it is there's so many different ways to incorporate it. Like you said, like the word dissatisfaction. I've seen that here with people in this town or whatever. But like. Uh, well, and myself too, but I mean, this fixed idea of what meditation was and being closed off mm-hmm. to that because I, it didn't feel for me, like like yoga or whatever, you know, but yeah, yeah. the idea, like sharing individual experiences of it, you know, and how it can vary and like what has worked for like you, yeah. I think that's cool, powerful thing. Yeah. That's a, that's a, yeah, that would be one of your points. 
asking us, um, yeah. well, a point is that it comes in. It has been shared, but like resharing the idea that meditation is different. The practice is different from everybody, for everybody, you know, for Kyla, um, yeah. staring at a wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some people, it's with music. For some people, it's open-eyed. For some people, it's laying down. And for some people, it's yeah. the traditional way. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. traditional, and for me, but, you today know, it's different than it is for Yeah. 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 Good point. Good point. Yeah. And yeah. Try, I've gone through try many different it, kinds right? of meditation. Yeah. Yeah. And one day, you might want a silent one. And the next one, you want a guided one. And the next one, you know... He, you want to dance the wall (laughs) i've been i've been doing like dancing meditation uh yeah and that's uh what was i well we often don't talk about that you know in terms of meditation we don't have to just sit and and close our eyes Mm -hmm. or like you know walk you can go for a hike in the woods and that's so meditation mark does that yeah. It's like walking meditation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sri says when you meditate, however, or whatever, the idea of like, or the three thoughts to keep, or not even thoughts, but the three things to think of before is like, I do nothing, I want nothing, I am nothing. So it's literally like working towards mm. emptiness. Yeah. Nothing matters, you know? Yeah. You know, you said earlier, you said uh, that it's the most important thing. And I think that is so true. Or like what is underneath it, you know, but just the idea of tuning yourself, because going back to the main thing, I see that that's when it is the most likely to surface is when I'm not creating time for that specifically, for just like getting quiet, you know, I found like you use craving gin and like the other day that struck in me the the other day I knew I'd been it was like the first day at the job or whatever and then picking up the kids and or it was just like a boom 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 kind of day and mm-hmm. there was one point mm-hmm. where I had time and I could feel this like pull like everything inside of mm-hmm. me to like go like lay down and <laughs> shut my eyes minutes and I came out and smoked a cigarette and told myself it was the same thing and it wasn't (laughs) you know but so (laughs) but yeah that's a good that's just a good awareness that's the sense I'm having in myself where I'm where that moment of like okay Jenny just take the time and I've done the same thing where I've like avoided it like man I'm gonna go do this or I'm gonna get my phone or I'm gonna go yeah. yeah, moving away from it it's, instead of towards it. It makes me. But you can bring that. Oh, go ahead, Tina. Sorry. What I like about, um, like, you don't have to go in a room either. You can wash the dishes and just feel your, just be really present in that moment. Feel your feet on the ground. Feel your hands mm-hmm. in the warm, sudsy water, and you know that's blowing your thoughts and and giving you a meditative place to be, and that's. You know, you don't have to take time out necessarily if you can't, you know, I think you should always do it in the morning, but during the day, even as you go along, maybe, you know, you're weeding your garden and you're just being present and feeling the dirt and, you know, and 
takes you away from those thoughts that are 10,000 thoughts that you have a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That anyway, I have to go. Oh, okay. But, awesome. um, it was lovely talking to you guys. And, uh, yeah. I hope we do this again soon. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this was wonderful. Um, yeah, I will, I don't know, keep scheduling them and sending invites and messages as, <laughs> as inspired, I guess. Okay. Um, and if there's any, like, I don't know, if anything specific is coming up and you have a topic that you want to throw out, shoot me a message. Mm-hmm. And my schedule is random, but like, I'm, I'm, yeah, this is feeling like play for me and I want to keep it that way. But so just throwing that out there. Um, yeah. And that was really fun to really, um, mesh or, um, flesh out vulnerability. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Was yeah. Cool. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, huh. I, I intend to go out and be vulnerable and, <laughs> yeah, have yeah. fun and yeah talk to you both soon <laughs> okay okay love you guys all right love you too okay okay right, bye, bye. it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.